Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning. This is Pastor Alan Cheney from Cloverdale Church of God with you. This is my last day sitting in for Pastor Tom. He will be back this coming Monday to wrap up the Christmas season, and it's been my pleasure to be with you. I hope that this time that we have shared and the things that we've talked about from God's Word have been very beneficial for you as you celebrate this Advent season. Advent, of course, meaning a preparation, a a coming of the celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ. And I think it's an important time for us to remember, to help us to remember uh, who Jesus really is and why he came. And so we've been looking at this very famous prophecy by Isaiah in chapter 9, verse 6, looking at these four character qualities that uh, Isaiah said that Jesus would be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. And today, we're down to that last description of Jesus being our Prince of Peace. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, Lord, how amazing it is that we can consider that there is peace available to us through a relationship with Jesus Christ in a world that sometimes seems far from peaceful in our lives that seem far from peaceful. And so, Lord, I pray that you would help us to fully understand that outside of a relationship with you, there is no peace in our lives and in this world. And so we want to focus today once again on what does it mean? How can we as your people experience your nature of being our Prince of Peace? Heavenly Father, as we go through this study today, May your Holy Spirit guide us in all truth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, as I said, uh, Jesus' description of being a prince of peace is the fourth and final description that Isaiah uses in his famous uh, prophecy. There were over 300 prophecies in the Old Testament leading to Jesus' birth, his life, his death, and his resurrection, all fulfilled in Jesus' life. And that is absolutely amazing. So, Let's look a little bit more specifically, and how can we celebrate this Christmas, this quality of Jesus being our Prince of Peace? Now, peace is a concept that we see all all throughout the Christmas story. In fact, all throughout the scripture. When the angels announced the birth of Jesus to the shepherds, they said, glory to God in the highest on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. And then Jesus himself very famously said in John 14, 27, I am leaving you with a gift peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give, so don't be troubled or afraid. That is amazing that Jesus leaves us this gift. But this gift of peace of mind and heart is only available, if you will, to those who unwrap it. And so I'd like to help us unwrap this gift of peace this morning. In fact, there are over 790 verses on peace in the Bible. Makes you wonder then, why on earth do we see so many unpeaceful issues in our world, in our country, our families, and our lives? If peace is a gift Jesus came to offer, then why? Why do we experience so many struggles? Well, the answer is to have peace in any area of your life or any area of our world. Jesus has to be the subject because Jesus is the author of peace. I believe he's the author of peace in three different areas of our lives, if you will. There's an eternal peace, that is peace with God. There's an internal peace, that's peace within myself. And then there is an external peace, which is peace in our relationships. And these three kinds of peace 
that we might also call spiritual peace, emotional peace, and relational peace, they kind of build on each other. And so let's just talk about those three kinds of peace that Jesus offers each and every one of us, and I think you'll see how they build on each other. First of all, Jesus came to bring us peace with God. That's a spiritual, eternal type of peace. 2 Corinthians 5.18 says, God has done it all. He sent Christ to make peace between himself and us. Now, what is Paul referring to there? Very simple, that we have broken our relationship with God, a perfect and a holy God, because of our sin. And God cannot be in the presence of sin. And so, because of our sin, our relationship was broken. And of course, we had the sacrificial system in the Old Testament, but now we have Jesus as the perfect Lamb of God, the once and all sacrifice for our sins to restore our relationship back to God. That's amazing to me how much God loves us, that he would send his son to die on a cross, the most cruelest of deaths, so that we could be made right by God. For those who would believe and trust in the crucifixion of Jesus Christ as satisfactory for our sin, we are made right, we are seen as righteous in the sight of God. Paul said in Romans 5.1, Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Christ Jesus, our Lord, has done for us. I love that verse. It says it all. Because of what Jesus has done for us, we have peace with God. So it's this spiritual, eternal peace that Jesus came to offer. Paul went on to say in Romans 5.10, Even when we were God's enemies, he made peace with us because his son died for us. Now that we are at peace with God, we will be saved by his son's life. That's incredible that God took the first step, that he took the second step. He took every step. Jesus did everything necessary for us to have peace with God. We just simply have to accept it. And what a great time to do that and to celebrate it then at Christmas. And then once we have peace with God, we then have the ability to have the second kind of peace that I believe Isaiah is referencing here when he says Jesus is going to be called Prince of Peace. Now I can have peace within myself. I can have an emotional, internal kind of peace when I know my sins are forgiven, that I don't have to live in the guilt and the shame and the regret of my past, that I can live free to just be who God created me to be. And this is what the Bible refers to as the peace of God. First, you have the peace of God, or in God, excuse me, because of what Jesus did. Then we can have the peace of God. And you start by getting peace with God, which then moves to the peace of God in your life. Colossians 3.15 says, And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. And here's the good news. And here's what I hope. You hear me say this morning, if you don't hear anything else, God has a peace for every problem you face. Let me say that again. God has a peace for every problem that you face. If you face a situation with an illness or a disease and you don't know the future, then God has a peace to help us make it through that time for those who trust in him. If you are having financial struggles, he has a financial peace. If you are just having internal emotional struggles with just your own self-esteem and who you are, well, God has a peace to help you understand that you were made and created in the image of God. He has a purpose and a plan 
for your life. God has a peace for every problem you face. And I pray with all of my heart that if there's any area in your life that isn't at peace, that you would understand that this morning, that you would accept that, that you would internalize that, and that you would receive the peace of God through the power of His Holy Spirit, that you would not have to go through another year having to be stressed or worried or struggle through things, that Jesus came to give you peace. And again, He came to give you peace for every problem that you face. So when you have peace with God, you can then have the peace of God which then allows you to have the third type of peace that I believe Isaiah was referring to in Isaiah 9-6 when he said that Jesus would be called the Prince of Peace. We can then have peace with others. And that's the relational peace that you and I desperately need in all of our relationships, whether it be in our marriages, with our children, with our families, our extended families, our coworkers, or the neighbor across the fence. We desperately need peace amongst mankind. And that's what Jesus came to offer at Christmas. Ephesians 2.16 says, On the cross, Christ did away with our hatred for each other. He also made peace between us and God by uniting Jews and Gentiles in one body. Paul also said in Galatians 3.28, this is one of my favorite passages about who we should be, our identity as God's people. Paul said, there is no longer Jew or Gentile, slave or free, male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Folks, the ground is level at the foot of the cross. It is Satan who wants to divide us into many categories and identities as he can and has been doing for thousands of years, because he knows how peaceful and destructive that is. So if we are ever to see peace amongst peoples of the world, it will only come one way, and that is by letting Jesus Christ unite us. Now again, you are probably seeing that these three kinds of peace build on each other. I start by having peace with God, and when I have peace with God, then I can start feeling good about myself and who God made me to be, which yields peace within me. And once I'm at peace with God and myself, now I can look outside myself and have peace with other people. So how can I enjoy peace with God, the peace of God, and peace with others? How do I unwrap this gift of peace that Jesus offers? It is only through a relationship with the Prince of Peace. And so I hope that this Christmas that, again, you would take some time to really meditate And concentrate on this amazing truth that Jesus is our Prince of Peace and has a peace for every problem that we face. And I would like to pray for you this morning. Heavenly Father, if there are some listening who have gone through a year that has been far from peaceful, whatever that circumstance is, Lord, I pray that you would bring peace into their lives, that they would open their heart and open their mind to you, that they would find the peace that only comes with a relationship with Jesus Christ. It's why we celebrate Christmas. You came so that we would know how much you loved us. And Lord, I pray that every listener understands and experiences that love this year. Lord, we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, it has been absolutely my privilege to be with you this week and to share this study of the four character qualities of Jesus that Isaiah described. I hope you have an absolutely amazing Christmas celebration 2022. God bless you. 
LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.